heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. You know, this story that we're all engrossed with, that the nation uh, and the world, to be sure, is also engrossed with, uh, the Twitter files, they're calling them. And of course, Elon Musk, who has really rocked the boat there, uh, no longer a uh, trusted friend of the left. Uh, so, uh, you know, the thing about this is, friends, while, while everybody is talking about the actual crisis, the actual files, the actual problem, uh, you know, the, the, the laptop, the, the New York Post story, and, and all the due diligence that people tend to want to talk about with a crisis or a scandal like this. What really nobody is really talking about is the fact that the outrage, where is the outrage, you know? Now, I'm not going to start screaming here and, you know, get all wound up and all of that. We don't need to, you know, do that and act that way, but the outrage is deafening to me that it is not to be in heard in the way that it should be. This is a real problem. Yeah. Uh, this story has ramifications beyond anything I could put into simple words for you, what it really means. But but we'll surely peel that onion over the next hour. I promise you that here. Wow. Welcome in here to the voice of a nation. It is Malcolm Allowed here. We'll have on just a little bit in the program here. Professor Larry Bell will join us today on the broadcast as well. And uh, we'll, he'll peel, help me peel this as well. He's got a fantastic uh, op-ed up on this. We'll, we'll tell you a little bit more about it as well. But here, here's the challenge I want you to think about, okay? You see, you see, the more they do this kind of behavior and the more they push, and they being the Marxist left and what's taking place in our country, and it's more than the Marxist left. It's, it's the media at play, which is part of that Marxist left clearly now, and it's part of all the trusted people that we do business with and that we think are part of America that really believe the country, uh, the, the America we we want or we grow up in or that we embraced, you know, that we look to leave for our future, for our kids and grandkids and surely future generations. There's so much to that when we say that, you know, what does that really mean? Future generations. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean. You know, just because we're going to move on, you know, uh, doesn't mean we want to leave this place, you know, a third world shithole, basically. You know, we'd like to leave it in some sort of order, uh, uh, you know, uh, that can be recognizable. But but, but the problem, again, with this sort of thing, I just pl- please understand the concern. This becomes normal behavior. This is all you see. You see, this is how they win. It's normal. behavior. Of course, it's not normal. None of this is normal people. But it becomes normal. It becomes acceptable. We start debating the issues, the nuances. Well, but why did that happen that way? How did that happen exactly? He did what? Well, they censored that story. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They censored that story. The post. Yeah, the post. Yeah, they censored the post. The laptop from hell. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, and Facebook did the same. And oh, and Google did the same. And yeah, oh, and they all did the same. It becomes normal behavior. And even though you discover what you discover, the damage is done. 
the damage is done. That that damage that that train has run already. It's down the track and uh, round the bend and up the boulevard. You understand that train has run. They got the result they wanted. That was a successful. This would be a successful campaign. Very successful. Why wouldn't they try this again somewhere if they can? And they will. But why not? I mean, they accomplished everything they wanted to here, friends. Oh, that, that is the crisis I think we're dealing with. And I'm, I, I'm here to report to you that uh, this normal behavior, of course, not none of it's normal, but it's become acceptable. And to a large part of the population, uh, it's going to be washed over and pushed over and just not really paid much attention to. Uh, it, it'll, you know, it'll be identified as what it is in some write in a word somewhere in a report, put in a desk drawer somewhere. But, you know, what really becomes the result of that information? What really happens? And the damage, we're down the road already. And, you know, they've already got all these policies in and sinking the country further and spending like they are and doing all the things they've done with the green energy. Now, no, you know, no energy plan here in our country and de dependent on foreign adversaries and all that's been a success. They've got all of that done and licked up in the bag. You know, that's all there, friends, yeah, for the taking, you know. And and so that normal behavior is what's really worrying me. It's got me unsettled because here's the thing. And I just had this conversation back on, if you listen just before the broadcast here to America Out Loud Pulse, you would have heard me and Dr. Peter McCullough talking about this. But we're, it, this sort of a problem, we touched on this sort of a thing with the Twitter files and all that. It's sort of like a space odyssey flick of something you can't make any sense of. What's happening to our country I'm speaking about? The, the sad reality, my fellow Americans, is that this country is unrecognizable any further. I say that with no joy in my step. I don't say it to be sarcastic, to be funny, humorous, to be anything except factual. You see, this country is no longer the country that we love, that we know, that we knew, that we cherish, that we want, that we want to leave for the kids. <laughs> it's no longer that country. Yeah. Yeah. And these people who are doing it. Huh? <sighs> yeah, they are reckless. All right. They are reckless. I mean, I don't I mean, What do you do? You know? Do we do something in the public square here? How do, how do we how do we rectify this sort of behavior? How how do, how how do we rectify it? What 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 do we do to rectify this? How are there any consequences? Is there a trial in the public square? Does something happen here? No. No, it's going to be acceptable behavior because the media at large, the social media at large, the conglomerates, the the uppity ups and the high end uh, business executive offices of all these uh, magnificent enterprises, they will just move on down the road, friends, and think nothing of it. Some of these cats may not have an idea of the real consequences that are being played out here in the real world order. However, some of them obviously do. <laughs> because you can't pull this sort of a heist off without them understanding some of the consequences here. And the sad reality of it is many of these people in high positions, in high order in our nation, are very much accepting and wanting and cherish a totalitarian nation. 
They are after all of that. That's the America they seek. Those are the people. These are, to be blunt with you, the same bastards that we are buying our stuff from and doing our thing and loading their piggy banks up. These are those same characters. You understand what I mean? And we don't know how to get around it because they've got those whole monopolies going on as well. So we're in a real juxtaposition here as a nation. And I've got to tell you, I'm here to report to you. There's there, this, this is going to take, this is, there's some pain here, pain. This is, this is pain, pain, pain. This is heavy lifting. This doesn't fix easy. This, this is not an easy fix. This is no small problem that we're dealing with. It's massive in size and scope. And y'all can chuckle about it all day long and make fun of Elon Musk and the Twitter files and yeah, what he's doing or not doing. And now where Elon Musk comes from and who he really is. And is he a product of good and evil and all of that? There's a whole lot wound up into that. And why him all of a sudden? Why is he on the scene? Why did he put himself in such jeopardy and take his uh, risk, his electric car company that that makes the left go go rattled for, you know, crazy stuff? They can't get enough of those electric cars. That was the product of Elon Musk. He could have just sat there in that high office and continued to <laughs> light the dollar bills on fire. Literally, you've seen those successfully expensive movies with the guy that literally lights like a cigar up, you know, the the bills and lights the thing on fire. You ever want to be that successful in your life where you can just do that? Just light money on fire. That'd be the level of an Elon Musk. Not that an Elon Musk would do that, but that's, I mean, you know, that's kind of what it is. So why would he take that risk? Why? Because it was a big risk knowing that he had all these business models tied to the left and so their plan of green energy, kumbaya, disconnect everything, go back to a you know early 19th century thing on wind and solar. Somehow that was going to work for the country. Not to uh, digress, but but I digress. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. A, it is a space odyssey sort of film here. Something that is a, 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 rattles the brain, rattles the mind, and I, I don't know how many people really can comprehend what I'm going to talk about today. I, I really, I'm not here to insult you and suggest you don't get it. But I, I really don't know if people are really going to. The light bulb comes off at some point, and they really begin to understand that uh, this thing is, you know, this thing is falling. It's collapsing. This is uh, we've we 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 have fallen far from any shining city on any hills. Uh, is is Ronald Reagan would be rolling around in his grave, I am certain. Hmm. Well, all right. So they're all in on the gag. Before I bring Professor Bell on, they're all in on the gag. Please understand, this is why we are the joke. We are the joke. We are the butt of the joke. We are the entire joke. We, they're all in on the gag, people. Do you get it? Do you understand what that means? We are the joke. Huh. It's it's unbelievable. And yet we'll still go to those places and do business. Huh. I, I'm sure. I'm sure everybody, you know. Huh. Well, it's just, I mean, it's it's it's, it's beyond. I mean, the, the, they, they got all our business. They hijacked us all in these areas. They got monopolies all over the place. And then they sucker punch us a few times in the gut. 
<laughs> Take that. You like that? There's some more of that coming for you. And yes, you'll do business with me because X, Y, and Z, you know? Yeah, so they're all in on the gag. And uh, yeah, we are the joke, and this is be going to be normal behavior, and this is the decline of a great nation, to be sure. Not a talking point, not a radio host's uh, subjective thought. This is a factual, data-based conversation. Don't need to, you know, don't need to throw all kinds of other nuances in here and speculate. Not necessary. <laughs> It's just use the basic facts and the data in front of us. So as Professor Bell would say in his piece, the threads of these documents come, and it's everything. It's not just the Twitter files, you know, you almost got to say it the way, Twitter files, you see, but it's the Facebook follies over here as well. It's the laptop demons. It's the DNC, right? It's the, it's the Google gulags. It's, they're all in on the gag. <laughs> you are the joke. Hmm. Yeah. They're all there, friends. Yeah, they're all there. It's, it's, uh, it's remarkable. Professor Larry Bell, why don't you join me right now before I blow a cork here and have an aneurysm of some sort here. Uh, Professor Bell is an endowed professor at the University of Houston, a political analyst, uh, a phenomenal author, many books. There are many in the America Out Loud bookstore. Just look up Larry Bell. You'll see them. We'll have links on them on the page and all. But uh, I'll tell you what, Professor Bell, I've never seen anything like this in my... <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that at that point. But what did I miss in the... Did I spell it out somewhat anywhere close to accurate in your mind in that opening remarks, sir? Well, Malcolm, thanks for having me on. Uh... I enjoyed your remarks to the extent that we can put the word enjoy on this horror scene we're seeing, but uh, I guess I would I would make a small difference that I I would substitute agenda for the word gag. It's, it's a very large agenda. It's a very political agenda. I think it's a Marxist agenda. It's a globalist agenda. It has all those, all those agenda ingredients. It's not not something flippant, it's not something that's casual. It's dedicated, it's, pers it's persistent, and it's been going on for a long time. And I guess my my second point I would like to... to let me answer the first maybe. back first. Hold on. I, I love what you say there. Let me let me, let me me say to you, you're, you're exactly right. There's no doubt you are 1,000% right, Larry, but here's here's the only deal. Professor, here, here's, the, here's the thing. Yeah, you're right. It is an agenda. It is a plan. It is a conspiracy. It is a sucker punch to the gut is many, many things. It's evil. It's Satanist. It's I mean, it's beyond the scope here. Of course, the gag is that they see it as a gag. This this leftist group here, this this uh, high hierarchy muckety mucks, elitist, uh, whatever you want to call them, uh, scrub fest, uh, Marxist demons. Um, Satan's disciples. Uh, yeah, it is a gag to them. They that's and in order to get Americans' attention, one of the things I've noticed is when we use the same words, agenda and plan, and MAGA and MUGA, and all the same vocab, people lose it. They don't really understand what we're talking about anymore because everybody uses it. So, but it, it kind of is a gag to them. They they see this as sort of 
you know, like they could really pull this off. And you know, Larry, they they pull. I mean, it's remarkable. They, you know, it's 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 what really kills me here. They pulled this off. They they really succeeded, and they because they've like I said, we're already down the road, brother. The train's already down and around the track. They've already accomplished. So now I'm not saying we. That's another part of the conversation. Can we undo? Can we do this? I'm not. I'm not suggesting that. But they got an awful lot in there already. Uh, pretty sick, actually. But yeah, no, I hear you, brother. You are you're correct with what you say. But uh, I'm afraid these people look at it differently. Yeah. Go ahead. What's point number yeah, two? Another point. Uh, I think it's important to to look at who the they is. And yeah. This comes up. This comes up again and again. And climate, energy, and so on, and we refer to the they. And that's, let me take a stab at who the, who the they is and what really perhaps surprises us the most. We have some some they's that are predictable they's. You know, we have political interests when we see the White House administration, we see the, the DNC's fingers, fingerprints all over this. And and we we expect them, they're, they're highly visible, we know they have an agenda. You know, we we can understand it. We can we can kind of unravel everything they say and and trace it back to some focus group that they had because they use the same language and the same terms and so on. So so there's the gay that the the, the they that that has a real interest in the cover up, whether it's DNC and Hillary Clinton or and her and her emails scandal and so on. And that's a that's an obvious they that's been, you know, center point of this. We've got a big they in terms of the Biden family corruption. And, and this is something now that, that we, we can, you know, the, the media can no longer entirely claim uh, 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 plausible deniability about because you know, they say, oh, well, it wasn't really proven. We, we have to believe these 51 spooks that thought that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. Put. It has... Russian fingerprints all over it, blah blah blah. So we have, we have the day, the they that, uh, you know, that uh, uh, is is the link between the DNC and 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 part of the executive branch that we thought we could trust, the DOJ and these 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 super spokes that that you know attempted to to again uh, dismiss the the laptop as Russian disinformation. And the FBI acting on, on at the insistence, or maybe and when I say the FBI, I want to be very clear, like like most responsible people, to say we're talking about a, 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 a rotten core at the top of, of the FBI, not the FBI in general. We're talking about you know, you know going back to uh, the the, uh, uh, the 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 group that initiated the crossfire hurricane investigations on both the Trump campaign and his and his presidency. It actually goes back to Lois Lerner in the in in, in the in the Treasury Department and 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 the you know that connection we realized was was politicized. Uh, so so we see these these you know the unholy uh, alliance between the the executive branch and and its minions, which you know, we you know, the thought was, if we can't trust the FBI, then and the CIA, which are supposed to be protecting our national security, then then who can we really trust? And then we we've got we've got another they that has a big interest, and these are the globalist 
corporations that you know we have, there's a lot of converging uh, benefits here where we have the you know as you mentioned I think you know very very well that you know that you know the you know, the, you know the, the run to China for for getting you know their one 1.4 billion population to build and sell EVA you know electric vehicles to and and getting you know getting dependent upon rare earth materials and 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 kill fossil which, which of course gives every every advantage to China certainly none to us at the same time that that the the White House uh, is in this uh, in this uh, uh, conflict of interest situation. Biden with Hunter's deals in China and 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 the national security threat that that represents. So so I think the day is not a bunch of people in a smoke filled uh, room. I think it's it's a bunch of converged interests that have enormous money and an un- unbelievable amount of money. We look at ESG and BlackRock and and the you know the, you know the you know the kumbaya kind of yeah. the climate alarmists that, that are, are are trying to kill our, our our lifeblood of energy. We have all these conflicted interests and and I think what maybe shocks at least me the most is that is who's guarding the henhouse? We we thought you know we we generally thought of. We we know the media's bias. We know every almost every source is PBS hmm. or whoever and Newsmax that I write for. We all have a certain worldview that that is different from each other and so on. But we expect a certain amount of objectivity. And the notion that that a social media platform let's separate social media from print media. I'm not saying one is better than the other, but the, the you know the link where social media yeah. we can have a, a federal agency influence social media platforms, which in turn are able to influence and give plausible deniability to the print media and, and, and news and the network systems and, and basically ban a sitting president from speaking to his population in that public square you mentioned is, is enormous. I mean, this is a, this is a police state situation. I'm not saying it started with necessarily with Biden. Apparently, it started earlier than that. Mm-hmm. But it's but it's but the you know the power of the internet and the control of communication information and then and then you almost can't help but compare this with with what's happening in China. Yeah, where, yeah. where people are protesting not just COVID lockdowns. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, yeah. but they're holding well. up these white sheets that say. We can't speak freely. We want freedom of speech. Yeah. We're supposed to be the bastion of free speech. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And 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 it's, it's yeah. like you say, it's like yeah. everything we believed about America and who's that we're being, you know, that value our constitution, value our, our national our freedoms yeah. down the line have all been corroded and undermined and hijacked. And uh and and you sort of say, well, at what point do we d- have the have the same uh, cojones that the Chinese are having to have? Mm-hmm. Say this is enough. We 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 won't tolerate this. We can't live this way. We don't want our children to live this way, and this has got to stop. And and, and we keep saying, well, at what point? Well, uh, well, that's part of the message point? here today. At what point? At what point? And you know, uh, I, when I say when I make the reference point, professor, that they are all in on the gag. 
yeah, we, we, we're identifying the day all the way through. Yes, it's, as I've already stated, the top of Twitter, the top of Facebook, it's it's the uh, the DNC, it's the cat's all behind these teams. So, and when you say, well, referring to the White House, referring to some other element here, you say, well, we thought we could trust them. See, that's the message I'm here to say. If you're thinking, or anybody, if you are thinking, or anyone thinks even close to the fact that we thought we could trust whoever it is you're going to trust here, then you are living in yesterday's America. You are, and you need to be clear here. And it's hard for people like of your caliber, Professor, who've been around. You've been around a long time. Uh, you've seen this country at its glory. Uh, you, you've served it well in in its glory. Uh, but you uh, you look at, and there are a lot of people like you who say, and they really don't believe this is happening. And then they'll come up with excuses as to why or think it's part of the what did I say? Normal behavior. That it's part of this. And of course, there's nothing normal about it. But well, but, you know, we understand they did this and did that. But yeah, they've already succeeded by beyond their wildest dreams. And when you say, well, they censored a president. Well, but they succeeded. They 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 won, Larry. They got it. They did it. They, they that train sailed. The president's not in office. They won it. They were successful. Why wouldn't they do it again? Of course, they'll do it again. They censor everybody, whether they like it or not. So the they, we're identifying the they, but you understand th this notion that somehow we thought we could trust them, or it, it's it's a fallacy. The whole thing is a complete fallacy. I, I, this doesn't feel good, but this country is no longer the same, Larry, that you, I mean, it, it, that's an understatement. That's an understatement, actually. This America that you and I thought we were living in is grounded in just absolute horse manure. It doesn't exist, Larry. So let's call it what it is. You look at the dot connecting here and the people we're talking about here. How else do you frame this? Do you frame it like we can just fix a couple of things and everything's going to be normal in America? How do you frame it? Well, you know, I... I mean, I'm an optimist. I'm, I'm, an, I'm an optimist, Larry. But, but let me tell you what. I'm an optimist. I, I believe in all of this, but how do you frame this kind of thing? I mean, this it doesn't this this is beyond a bitter taste in your mouth. They won. They got it. How do we convince the rest of the country now that we're screwed? That's the question, isn't it? Answer your question. Uh, I'm I'm not I'm an optimist as well. Yeah, uh, I'll call myself a, a cautious optimist, but I'm never nevertheless an optimist. I'm, I'm optimistic that you push people at a certain to a certain level mm -hmm. and they they react and, and I've used a, one, one analogy is is the termites you know you 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 discover you've got termites after they've after they've infested the whole house and you see little bubbles under the paint and so on and you poke your finger and it goes through the windowsill and so on you say I think I have a problem you know and you call an exterminator and they say yeah there's they came up through the, through the soil and some others flew down from the sky and you know, it's pretty bad. And your porch falls down. Yeah. And and you decide, well, maybe I really have a termite problem. And and the question is, is is there enough timber, good timber left that you don't have to rebuild the house? You know, do you have to start yeah. over? That's right. Or, or do you just forsake the property and so on? I, I mean I, I think there's enough strong. So do we are you so you're suggesting here, let me slow that down just a moment. You're suggesting here we probably have enough lumber to rebuild the house, but we definitely need to rebuild the house because the termites have taken over the house. Is that is that the is that the message? You need to do it soon. Yeah. <laughs> those those termites didn't didn't fly in last week. They've been <laughs> they've been very busy. They came into you know the universities and the yeah. media.
yeah. industries and so on <laughs> uh, two decades ago, and they've been busy yeah. little buggers. And, and yeah, the other the other analogy I, I want to use, and and the termite analogy is my is my favorite because I think it really describes where yeah. we're at. It sure analogy does. Is the pendulum? At right. one point, you reach the, the point where you say, "Well, yeah. the pendulum is is the pendulum starting to swing back from the crazy woke craziness, you know, the nonsense." Right. And and yeah, the you know the you know, you know the the, the uh, what's happening in the schools with gender grooming and all the other yeah. stuff that, that you say. Well, when you, when you start schooling with our children, you're really in trouble because you know because now you're you kept our kids locked down with COVID for two years. They yeah. lost yeah. two years. They don't know what a human face looks like because they've had masks on, and 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 they can't they can't hug grandma and 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 you make them you know paranoid uh, that people are dirty and you shouldn't. You, them. you got another generation. They're saying, I don't have children because because the climate, the oceans are going to rise and they're going to... <laughs> yeah, indeed. You know, and indeed. you've got that craziness. Professor, don't they usually say, what, the pendulum comes back? Don't let the... What's that saying go? Don't let here's, the pendulum come back and swing and hit you in the ass or something like that? Or is it... Well, here's the point. I believe the pendulum is going to swing back, but okay. Okay. but the, the, you're not going to kill all the termites. No. no. You know, the, the, no. The, it, it's going to swing back, and but... But as far will the new normal be the old normal? And okay. the question is, and you, I think you you were right. I think yeah. that people who don't have a long sense of history, and in this country, we've never had a war on our soil, so we don't know yeah. right. we don't know how vicious these you know these these you know these these people are 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 determined to yeah. to, to do what they're going to do. There's going to be, you know. There's there's some maybe awakening and I think uh, maybe all right all right all right but but there's going to be some that are so entrenched all right you know, all and, right. I, and I work more about the ones we can't vote for like the the globalist corporations that's right that's they right. they've got agendas that are totally independent of of the political system they control right. the political system. This damage is so extensive and the damage it has done. And so maybe Professor Bell and I in the second part of the program can do a little tangling. He can convince me to get back to being enthusiastically optimistic. But at this point here, I would say Professor Bell and I would disagree. And he is overshooting the the target here. We I think the damage is pretty pretty steep. And I don't think it's a quick pendulum or a termite problem at this point. I think we're going to need something more uh, sincere. Uh, and how we get across to that, I, I know you were wondering what you thought I was going to say there. Friends, I'm no dummy. I'm not going to get myself in that much trouble here uh, since, you know, they're all monitoring everything you say. And uh, But the point is, the point is, uh, this is a job that would require a total, total dedication of we the people. And until that happens, it doesn't matter. And, and we're not going to be able to get that message out there because we're being stopped at every turn consistently. And unless Elon Musk has some real tricks up his sleeves and, and has his hands in a lot of other cookie jars, then I'm afraid that this uh, whole Twitter experience is potentially going to be short-lived. And and how far can Musk go anyways? How far can he go before? I mean, they're going to squeeze him and they're already doing it. They're going to squeeze him for everything he's worth. He'll go from the richest man in the world to the biggest pauper in the neighborhood. <laughs> they won't buy another electric car. They'll shut him off at every car. They'll do everything they can to squeeze him for all it's worth. So, 
So my fellow Americans, that's what we're dealing with here right now here. A lot of exciting things happening on America Out Loud, uh, to be sure, friends, to tell you about here. This is a really exciting time of the year. Uh, I could not be more pleased. And coming into 2023, we've got some brand new, really incredible shows that uh, this is going to be a major jump up again for the network. We've got some national voices coming in. Some announcements we'll be making. I can't make them all today um, because they're all just in the loop and people need to get all their things in order before we can make some of those announcements. But we have some really outstanding new programming coming our way. Uh, both in the weekdays and the weekends. And it's going to be very, very cool, actually. Uh, you know, hey, it's what it is, right? Liberty and justice for all. We are, we are, I don't know if we're the last bastion of anything, but we surely are fighting um, and will continue to fight for our freedom and for those future generations uh, that we talk about here, uh, to be sure, uh, all the time here at America Out Loud. Listen, be sure to visit our uh, sponsored partnerships on the network, on the platform. We have best in class. You already know a lot of them. If you've been a frequent listener and if you're new, then you want to you want to familiarize yourself with these uh, brands because there's nothing like them. We're privileged, blessed here to have the best relationships we could possibly have with these amazing products and companies. And we're selective on who we do business with, friends, to be sure. Got a lot of people who want to get in here and we we just don't uh, we don't connect with all those folks. We don't we're not going to sell. What are they? What's, how did that old thing go? That old saying go Timex watches from the trunk. That's not what we do here, friends. So anyways, uh, bring to your attention. We've been talking about a few different things, but let me bring to your attention right now as well. CofixRx.com and Clear both. They are tremendous products, tremendous products with the flu and the influenza and the RSV and the SARS-CoV-2 and the pathogens and superbugs and God knows what else uh, that is out there that we're breathing in. Uh, so this is uh, the best thing to do is if, if we gave everybody, but if we had given every, if the if the government had circulated just a just a regular cheap old bottle of nasal hygiene to every American in our country when this pandemic started, my fellow Americans, I'm here to report to you that we would have saved millions, countless lives would have been saved here around the world for sure, and in this nation, countless lives. Just like people wash their hands, you don't even need to worry about washing your hands with this, but you darn well need to worry about cleaning your nose because that's where it gets into your respiratory tract, into your lungs, and into your body is through that nose. That's it right there, kids, you know. So the Kofix, couple of squirts in your left and right nostril, and it's got the povidine iodine in there, which kills the, all of it, the pathogens, superbugs, mold, mold, uh, all this kind of stuff. Um, is is heavily, that's what you've got. I mean, this is it's an antiviral, and so that povidone iodine is amazing stuff. Twenty percent off. They the order use the code out loud when you do that. Go to cofixrx.com forward slash out loud, or again just click the banner ad back at America Out Loud under sponsored partnerships. Our friends there, and I've got to get clear in here as well. X L E A R. Now, Clear is available at drugstores and groceries and pharmacies and all of that kind of stuff nationwide. You can just go in and get the Clear there. And uh, that is another great product. That one's made with xylitol. Very, very effective as well. I highly recommend both. Why well, we got both on as sponsored partnerships. So we believe in those products and we know they work. So if you're not using nasal hygiene now, then I'm afraid you're missing the boat here. Okay. All right. So you've got to be using just like you got to wash your hands. Do you ever wash your hands? Well, right. Well, you got to wash your nose. Okay. 
because that's where it's going in, friends. So anyways, I hope I helped you there. CofixRx.com, Outloud Co, 20% off the year, and The Clear at pharmacies, nations, drugstores, and they're both made with different products. Check both of them out there. Well, friends, we're going to take a quick pause now, and I'm looking forward to continue this conversation with uh, Professor Bell. We'll see you on the other side here. You're listening to The Voice of a Nation. Our global experts are brilliant writers and engaging hosts on a mission of a lifetime. You'll find the latest news and inspiration on the front page of AmericaOutloud.com. All right, you've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the povidone iodine-based nasal spray Cofix RX. They talk about it because it's a product that actually works in combating colds, flus, and coronaviruses. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. It's simple. By attacking viruses where they incubate, you make it easier for your body to heal. Check out the Cofix RX banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe. Air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. America Out Loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. We are America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Welcome back to the broadcast here. It is Malcolm Out Loud here, yours truly, and always a privilege to be with you, my fellow Americans, and to all of our dear listeners around the globe. We appreciate you, we value you, we love you all, and and we know we've got listeners from so many different countries, and they love America Out Loud. They love it because, well, it's one of those rare places they can get the out loud truth. It's not sugar-coated with all those other sites, including the sites that push them off as, uh, as conservative sites that are anything but. And there are plenty of those out there as well, by the way, you know. 
listen, he, here, here's the thing I want to bring to your attention before I bring Professor Bell back on here in a moment. I want to tell you what, um, you know, I, I've drawn some pretty accurate pictures in the first part of this program. I've been thinking about this a lot. I've talked to a lot of people. I didn't just wake up this morning and had a V8 moment here today. I, I Believe me, I've thought a lot about this. I've done a lot of soul searching for this conversation. I've done a lot of praying for this. I'm not one to get on the microphone and just push, push some narrative out there. Same with this Twitter crap. I wasn't out there several days ago as all the people pushing some narrative. I want to see where the where the dust has fallen and what, what, the, what the damage is how bad that termite uh, de destruction is, really. Uh, and it's very severe, very, very severe. Because the the alignment of all these groups the day that Professor Bell points out with the DNC and the top of the, the people who own Google and the people who own Twitter and the people who own Facebook and the people who own the Washington Post and the Amazon and the New York Times and the people who own the neighborhood boulevard down the road and the people who are delivering this and that to the house and the people that are everything in your life is wrapped into this whole society. They've got everybody tied up. You know, that's what they've done with all their stuff. And now they sucker punch the country. Say, hey. And they're all in on the gag. Well, that's the problem here. So, you know, you know, we're going to have some hard times ahead as they continue to try to censor America out loud. You already know that, friends. But you know what? I just I'm, I'll continue on until my last breath, until the good Lord takes me out of here. And if that's going to be sooner than later, well, so be it. I'm very fine and prepared for that as well. A cheap life and a cheap, shoddy life and one that's under some other premise, I have no interest in whatsoever. I'd rather just go today and be done with it and move on to the next chapter. How's that? You know, that's the best way I can put it. So, uh, so. Uh, there's a point in this op-ed. Let me first of all tell you the op-ed he's got up here, which I think is fantastic, uh, that Professor Bell penned. Uh, and um, it, it is uh, demons in Hunter's laptop haunt media, FBI, DOJ cover ups. Yeah. And of course, the DNC is at the front of all this. All these media outlets and all of the conglomerates we're talking about, they're all partnered with the arm of the DNC. Now, all the emails and all the substance coming from all of this is all proven. It's not my opinion. My opinion is irrelevant. What I ever, it doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter how I think or what I believe or what's the matter. It doesn't matter. Just follow the evidence. All you need is the facts here. Don't need any, don't need a suggestion or throw something else at you, some lie or BS statement. Don't need it. Don't need it all. Just look at the facts here. But you know, is, listen to this now. Here's a statement that's going to knock you over. And, and this is well said. It's accurate. This is from Professor Bell. Now I'm just going to put it out here. So when you talk, when I talk about the train being down the track and around the corner, and you know, you know, and you say, well, what the hell is he really talking about? You know, what's he, what's he talking about? Hmm. Here's what I'm talking about. This is a statement in that op-ed that uh, Professor Bell has out there. He says this, according to a media research center a survey of uh, 1,750 Biden voters, Biden, Joe Biden, that is, Joe Biden Voters, I say that correctly, Joe, not biting, although they do bite, but Joe Biden voters, 1,750 of them, okay? This polling company in seven swing states. So, you know, states like uh, Arizona, uh, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, you see, of which six, all but North Carolina, were called for Joe 
awareness of what the New York Post reported would have flipped all of the others to, are you ready for this? A Donald J. Trump blowout. Do you remember people were thinking it was going to be a blowout? Did anybody in their wildest imagination believe the Biden camp could get 81 million votes? I mean, or any number even remotely close to it. Whatever. That's another story for another day, friends. I'm not going to argue that election business with you here. But the point is, the point is, right? And so with all of that, I want to say again, I, it, people get lost in all the shell game and the distractions. I don't want to get lost in the shell games, which is the problem I'm having. We get lost in fighting all these battles and we forget the fact that they already won and they're all in on the gag. And it's normal behavior in the country. And that's that. And now it's acceptable in America. And the country's already, we're on, well on our way to being what they want. And then you say, Professor Bell, as you rejoin me here, sir, you say, well, we have a termite problem, Malcolm, or the pendulum is swinging. M my friend, I've said that all my life. Too far left, too far right. Country swings. Here we are back. I don't see that happening anymore, Professor Bell. I don't see it happening. I think, I think this, I think this is, uh, I think this damage is too, too severe now. I, I, you're not, I, I mean, you, you're not going to fix the day. They are who they are, the, these corrupted Satanist bastards. You're not going to fix them. And now you're left with what? You're left with we the people. Now, the we the people, many are asleep and don't care. The other part that is awake, that's divided between the camps that, you know, they have to be a Democrat because their great-grandfather was a Democrat. And so they'll continue to vote for Warnocks in Georgia and anybody else who can throw up, Marxists or not. And then we say, well, we have a promise in future. We just got to kill the light termite problem. Professor Bell, I'm here to say, if you look at even this information where they altered, uh, they altered the future by getting Trump the hell out of there. Not that he was some, you know, whatever, it wasn't Jesus Christ, but he was fixing a few problems up there for sure. Some people in the movement think he is Jesus Christ, but uh, but the point is he was at least brazen enough to get in front of them and tell them what to, what, what to get off. But the enemy got more brazen back and went ahead after Trump in ways that we already know that I don't want to even waste my breath talking about. But you see the bigger problem? I tend to take the problem from 35,000 feet all the way down. Do you see where I'm at? Now, I'm, I'm here to say, Professor Bell, this country's not coming back in our lifetime, brother. Now, you you can tell me differently, but I I, I don't see it. Ha tell me how it's coming back. I don't see okay. it. Okay, let me, let me respond to that. First of all, this country's built a very strong timber. And uh, it, it's the, the timber is our values and our our children and and, and our our worldview of the importance of American exceptionalism. So you know, so so our timber is very strong in this country, and and the house hasn't fallen down yet, and and I, I believe that. Secondly, uh, they haven't won because I think as we look uh, at the at the political future. You know the the the, salvage, the salvaging of the House of Representatives is a big deal. One of the reasons it's really a big deal is because it's going to unleash these all of this pent up dam of, of damnness. You know this corruption, the, you know the Biden family corruption, and these other things. Uh, there's going to be there's going to be inquir in, inquiries, and you know, and we, we lost the Senate, but the Senate's going to certainly collaborate and cooperate with the House in terms of these. These investigations into 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 Fauci and into all these other things, but most particularly 
the 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 Democrats uh, in in their uh, attacks on Trump, you know, the two impeachments and then the January sixth thing and, and so on, and capital thing and so on, have all been uh, to to cripple him and make him ineligible to be president. Yada yada yada. We we know that. Uh, and but all of these horrible horrible scandals are going to be, I think, too juicy for the mainstream media to continue to ignore. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, you know, there's wow. going to be a lot of gallows in the public square mm -hmm. and, and a lot of a lot of people twisting in the wind. And the idea is not to, and they may well impeach Biden, but it's not to, it's, it's, it's to, it's to do the same thing, I think, with the same outcome as, as with, with, that they're trying with Trump, which is to, to make the Democrats unelectable. And this is legitimate. Because because uh, what you know this Biden family corruption. There's a you know some recent programs on you know the how did how did the Bidens amass all that money mm -hmm. on, on a civil you know on a senator's salary and so on, uh, you know there's such an incredible lack of curiosity about about you know where where does they go to Trump's financing you know and such or the, or the dichotomy between Hillary. Hillary's emails or the raid on on Mar-a-Lago to get you know to get uh, trusted. I mean, all right, let me ask you a couple questions. I, so I, I, I got to get a couple questions in here. The, these things are going to become so explosive, and I okay. think how the, the mainstream media's main problem is say, "Oh, we didn't really know." You know, we have these. There's going to be so there's going to be so much finger pointing. All right, and 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 I I really think that these, you know, uh, everything to me is about 2024. All right. Let, let me let me let, I got to interject. We're going to run out of time here. So let, let me come right back with you now. Uh, everything was about 2022. Everything was about 2020. Now everything's going to be about 2024, the most important election of our lifetime. 2022 was the most important of our election of our lifetime. 2020 was the most important. 2016 was the most important of our lifetime. And I'm so tired of hearing that narrative, Professor Bell, that people use. And they'll be saying that about 2026 and 2028 as well. Every election is the most important of our lifetime. I've heard it. If I had just a buck for every time I heard it, I'd be living somewhere in the south of France, totally rich, lighting those cigars up with money again, like I was saying Musk was. So let me ask you this. Who exactly has been accountable in our country for anything that's happened so far? Has anyone been, even if they were successful and the media did what you suggested, which I don't think they're going to, by the way, I, I, I would disagree with you. The media, no matter how juicy it is, they're not going to throw this in because they are, you, I think you're missing that what they've done to get here. They've accomplished a lot to get here. You're, you're still thinking they're honest. There's some semblance of honesty. But oh, that no, doesn't no. exist when no, you no, look no. at this, sir. Yeah, it, it doesn't exist. They're honest. Well, but they're not going to report the story, then, Professor. I'm saying they have a business model, and they're, they're they don't care. care. They don't care. Look at what they don't care. They're not any. But, but hold on. Even if they went there and did what you suggest, which you know, a year ago, five years ago, I would have said what you just said. I would have absolutely said that. I would have said, "Well, this country is magnificent. We like we have the best timber." You know, we just American chefs. I mean, we just oh, my God, this is like it. Just we are it, man. We are it. We got it. We got this. And, uh, you know, and we would have said, yeah, yeah, no, we move a little here. Little here. We're going to snap right back. I know it's happening. I know it's happening. But just look at all the damage. Now. Lost. We've lost. 
Well, I think we've lost. I, I don't say, I, I, you know, this really, listen, I, I'm not being clever here. You, you got to understand, Larry. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing clever about this to me. I take this business very seriously. Just look at the evidence right now. And even if they did what you suggested they should do, which is bring this to the light of the public, that all this happened. They're not even reporting the Twitter files right now. The mass media isn't even talking about it. And you think they're going to talk about these other things? And the, and the American people are going to get tired of all those scandals again. They don't want to hear it anymore. They don't want to hear any more councils anymore. They're tired of it. They're done. They've already been Russified and collusionified, and they don't care. And the left, they've got the they've got the megaphone for the whole world. But even if they were successful with that, who in your right mind thinks that any of these people are going to be held accountable in the public square? Who? Has anyone ever been accounted for except a conservative that would have been tied to Trump? Right now, they're nailing Trump to the cross. They're going to continue to do that. They're after him big time. You see what's happening with the family and the Trump companies and the rest of it. They're coming after him full boat. Anything he's ever done in his life, whether it's a mosquito bite or something was out of line, he forgot to dot the I, he is, they're going to tear him apart. That's what they're doing there. So I don't know who's putting their hope with him coming back in 2024, but I, I don't know that that's going to happen either. And DeSantis and the rest of it. I mean, it's it's a real tricky game. But, but Professor, who how are they going to... Who's going to, maybe even if they got in the public square and this information search and we could wake up the part of America who's going to say, wake, wake up, people, wake up, shake the part of America that's a damn sleep. And they end up coming about. And then we say, well, now, could we get a court to get these people arrested and hung in the gallows or uh, put in jail or uh, given no lunch money tomorrow? Something I don't know what the punishment is. Some sort of a we're going to take your lunch money away. No more free government handouts or something. I don't know. But do you, we have not seen any of that happen. The, I'm no, telling no, you, no. Professor. There's a lot of moving parts on this thing. Yeah. And one of the moving parts is just a, a national thing. I wrote a book 15 years ago about the climate uh, craziness and climate corruption, climate corruption. I was an outlier at that time where, where everybody, you know, Al Gore was in his heyday and so on. Right now, half the public can connect the dots between between the climate craziness and energy policy. But know? they succeeded. They got the whole energy turned upside down to the country. But we have, that, we're not energy but, but now we're, we're approaching winter with, with uh, a diesel fuel shortage and a broad general uh, energy shortage We've seen Europe totally strangled by, by Russia uh, and so on. And there's nothing like broken water pipes to wake people up to-, to, to I, I, I would hope and that's correct. We've got about two minutes left. Let's So let's get the last points in. But listen, I, I don't disagree with what you say with the broken pipes and that sort of thing. But, and you know, you say that now, you say that now. I want to tell you something, Professor Bell. How much pain will it take? Well, let me just tell you, a month before the election, I was driving down the road with my wife. This is a true story. And I said to her, I said, you know, she said, oh, gas came down a little bit. I said, yeah, that's the manipulation of what Biden's doing right now to try to manipulate the public again, just like giving all this free college money away and everything else he's done. It's all just the manipulation of smoke and mirrors. She said, well, what do you mean of the gas price? Don't we want the less prices? I said, no. What we need right now is the highest gas prices on the planet. This is a month before the election. I said, why would you want that? I said, because I would rather pay $20 a gallon. I pay $50 a gallon right now. I Give me $50 a gallon for gasoline. I would gladly pay it right this now to stick this so far up the back end of the rest of the people who are asleep at the wheel. How do you like that, Professor Bell? I agree. I, I, I don't see the termites. 
I want to see the porch fall down before you know. Before, yeah. Before we lose the house, and and yeah. and I'm I'm a lot more optimistic. I really believe that you know people are broadly waking up. One thing is we see the exodus from the metropolitan areas into the suburbs and and into the rural areas. Now that that's a that's not only a demographic shift. That's a that's a political shift. Well, and, per- and, it's, and it's a big deal. All right. Well, Professor Bell, I will say this. You and, you, you and I will have this conversation again uh, for time. But let me say this, that, and then we're going to end the program here. But here, here's the thing. You and I will pick this up again on this optimistic, pessimistic. And in fact, you know, Wells, we should have on one time, uh, uh, Larry, he'd, have a, he, he, he'd be so upset with me, is our friend Dr. Jay Lear, the ultimate optimist who always believes that, you know, the, the sun is coming up and no matter what. And I love Jay. I love Jay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So and that'd be an interesting conversation one day. But what well, I have to tell you that uh, I, with everything right now as it is, it, it, maybe let me, th- this one caveat is important to say to you so you don't leave the conversation in this way. And that's, it says, um, listen, listen, um, potentially, maybe my warning call here, maybe part of this is to a God willing wake the country up that is asleep for sure. Maybe it is to warn, uh, maybe it's the Paul Revere of the moment to suggest they are coming, they are coming, they are here, and we are here now. And maybe it's all of that. I, I do not know. Um, I Yes, I believe in America. I believe in the country that God gifted us with. I believe in the life that we have here, to be sure. Uh, I feel blessed that we have this life. I feel blessed for our magnificent country, for all of our amazing people and patriots around the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. But we are in a very serious moment of this union, to be sure. It is no longer the conversation I would have had six months ago or a year ago. And I'm not I'm not enamored with the Twitter files. We're in serious trouble here, friends. I have to leave it there. Uh, if they're winding down the music here. But I will say, Professor and I, uh, Bell and I will pick this up again, I'm certain. Thank you for joining me on the mission here. It's time to get involved and get loud, America. There's a reason that's the signature sign-off of every show. Let's do it again. It's time to get involved and get loud, all of America.